Hey there, fellow watchers. It's that time of the week again. Born to watch. 1999 is widely regarded as the greatest year of cinema ever. Gets mentioned a bit here. The greatest year. This one could be the greatest year. Fuck me. This is actually the first time we will review a movie from 99. Not sure if it says more about the year or about us as Born to Watch. On the 31st of March, 1999, the movie world as we knew it changed when the Matrix exploded onto the screens of the US. In a world largely without internet, nine days later, when it was released on Australian screens, we were relatively spoiler-free. Sure, we would have had to endure John Tesh and Mary Hart sing the praises of groundbreaking cinema on Entertainment Tonight, but when I bought my... But when I bought my ticket to see The Matrix, I really had no idea what to expect. When I walked out, I sort of felt the same way. <laughs> Look, essentially an Australian movie, with it being shot in Sydney at Fox Studios, The Matrix took the world by storm and had everyone asking the question, what is The Matrix? Now, let's meet my fellow members of the Nebuchadnezzar as we discover... Who in the Born to Watch team is the one? Sitting with me in the panic room, Damo. How are you, mate? Good. Very good. Um, this movie takes me back to 1998, though, when I was on set for The Matrix. Oh! <laughs> on set. Really? That's right. I went into a building, went into the lift, and there was a note on the lift saying, the building will be closed on the weekend because we're filming The Matrix here. Wow. I was there. I was wow. basically there. So I look for my name in the credits. It wasn't You're in there. it. Oh, well, yeah, a guy who stood in the lift. I wasn't, I wasn't in there. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, snubbed. Find that hard Snubbing. to believe. Yeah, well, good story. Good story. Now, up there on the land, joining us after being refreshed from a week off. Daniel, how are you, mate? Where's the, where's the, the weirdo with the small teeth, the odd one? What's he doing? Uh, Gal, I believe, is in Sydney. He's on a work trip. Oh, jeez, he's yeah. getting worked by his Chinese overlords at the moment. He is, actually. He's he's planning the uh, invasion. Wowzers, yeah. Uh, anyway, well, shout out to you, baby teeth. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is this is real podcasting now. We've got the adults in the room, so we do. let's bring it on. I don't have really much to report from up on the land other than, did you guys know that green eggs are a real thing? No. I really? We got new chickens on the weekend, just added to the flock, you know, because I'm, a, I'm a, starting to become a poultry magnate. And we yeah. decided we'd go with this new breed of chickens, and I forgot what they're called already, but it's something like Arundakandaka. Arundakandaka. And the, they, are, they are known for their green eggs. And old mate that sold it to us, this old, old, uh, old battler out at the Kuroi Markets, he uh, he said, "Well, you know, just got to watch out, Sonny, because these are going to be green eggs." And I just thought he was he was taking the piss out of us. But he picked us as not exactly country folk. But lo and behold, in the little lay bucket for the last two days has been a green egg. So, what would you guys eat a green egg? What so, are they inside? What do you mean? They're still are they yellow inside? inside? Yeah, no, no, exactly. So, no, that, 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 well, that was interesting. It was like the first freak that ate a banana for the first time, like uh, the that, that, that decided that was worthy of eating that stinky, rotten fruit. But I, it was, you know, I, I felt very brave. I told the kids to stand back. We weren't sure what was going to happen. But essentially, it's just a normal egg inside. But it's pretty freaky that they're, they're green. Is this, a, uh, is this something to do with the uh, chicken's cloaca that uh, makes the egg turn green? No, I, I tell my kids that it comes out there. Remember that from science. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's your clacker. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, Damo. They changed science, I think, after you left school. There was well, one, less, just... <laughs> one less planet and, uh, you know, and they, they used different ways to when, teach you. In they the sexual process, yeah, no, when chickens uh, mate, they join their cloacas together, both the right. rooster and the hen. And um, I don't know what is, happens, but I just know that that's like part docking? of it. Is that like, that's the dockings <laughs> when two guys with fouries put their bell ends together and then... Put the four oh, over the other four. I, oh, I think so. Called, okay, yes. Docking. Look, amazing, amazing start to the podcast. Green eggs, which is in line with the matrix, with the color green. No, oh. sorry, I did. Yeah, I did have a point to that oh, yeah. story. Was that one of the one of the things that I was taken <laughs> by in this viewing of the matrix was that how much they used that monochrome tinge throughout all of the scenes. So yeah, yes. there was a there was a fucking link to my story somewhere. Okay. So anyway, okay. well, well done. I'm glad I, I found it, and, and I'm glad I drew it out of you. That's it. Okay, overs and unders, 1999 film, 24 years old. We're going to set the overs and unders at 25, which I think Damo's not going to reach. We'll start with you up on the land, Dan. Uh, over and under 25? Oh, under. Under yep. 25, uh, but I, I have seen it. I reckon I'm probably 15. Okay, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. What about you, Damo? Well, this movie would make my top 20 list. Uh, I've probably seen it five times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never, okay. never disappoint. Yeah, look, I'm overs again. This is a video shop where you could put it on the video shop. I'd be, but I'm not much overs. I, I'm probably around thirty, I reckon. Uh, actually, watched it and concentrated, maybe ten, ten times. I've probably watched it and really concentrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did watch it twice for this for this podcast. Okay, uh, which you know, it's just what I do. It's why the podcast is three yards, mate. You've it, done it. That's why the podcast is the way that it is. Yep. Okay, boys, let's listen to the trailer. Whoa. Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? What is happening to me? The answer is out there, Neo. It's the question that drives us. What is the Matrix? The Matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? They're watching you, Neo. Human beings are a disease. You are a cancer of this planet. And we are the cure. Get me the hell out of here! Welcome to the real world. So you're here to save the world. So what do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. No one has ever done anything like this. That's why it's going to work. Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy. Because Kansas is going bye-bye.
Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. Oh, another quality trailer there from it, the Wachowskis. It's a great trailer. It made me go and watch the movie. It did. It really did. So well, I think I have a Wachowski question too. Go for it. So it's billed as the Wachowski brothers, right? Yep. Yep. But I thought one of the, at least one of the Wachowskis was a sister. Not not at that stage. It, it only happened relatively lately, and it, it's actually both of them are now. It's Lily and Lana. Lana, yeah. Wachowski. So they've both they've been afflicted by the social contagion, which is I'm going to be trans. Yeah. Got it. No, so they're like they were. They they literally have transitioned. They have. Well, wow, they wear a skirt. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't read this in my non-existent fucking research. And I'll tell so. you what. That's amazing. They're not good looking. They're absolute mingers. <laughs> they are not attractive. <laughs> they are not attractive. Wow. Okay. Cause, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought because Speed Car Racer or one of yep. their latest ones, I was like, I thought the Wachowskis were chicks. Um, no, yeah, okay. I think one of them, uh, I think it was Lily that changed first. Yeah. And then Lana changed yeah. uh, a few years back. That's I think when they I'll when they did finish. resurrections, when they did resurrections, they were they were the Wachowski yeah. siblings. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's uh, that, there we go. So there we are. Woke culture yeah. here on yeah. Born to Watch. We'll probably Work never touch it again. Fun. Yeah. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> and uh, Damo, why don't you tell us about the Matrix? So the synopsis is now. I, I've got a um a word in this synopsis that you two. I want you to listen out for. Because to me, as soon as I read it, it reminded me of The Running Man. Oh. So not Whitman, Price and Haddad, the old previous winners of uh, Born to Watch. And, yes. But anyway, just see if you can pick it. I'll ask you at the end anyway. So synopsis is Neo, Keanu Reeves, believes that Morpheus, Lawrence Fishburne, an elusive figure considered to be the most dangerous man alive, can answer his question. What is the Matrix? Neo is contacted by Trinity. Carrie Ann Moss, a beautiful stranger who leads him into an underworld where he meets Morpheus. They fight a brutal battle for their lives against a cadre, or cadre, as they say in the States, of viciously intelligent secret agents. It is a truth that could cost Neo something more precious than his life. Is there any words that jumped out to you? Well, besides the synopsis, did you like it? Did you think it was all right? Uh, yeah, it doesn't really explain what's going on, but I guess part of the mystery is the mystery, right? Yes. Well, if you think about what about you, Morgan? Not Cardre. This, yes. This yes. segment is not usually interactive. I don't, I don't no. pay any attention. So, yeah, so the word Cardre, can you remember this from on. The Running Man? No, I can't. Think Damon Killian and yeah. his ads. Right. Cardre Cola. It hits the spot. As <laughs> soon know. as I read it, as soon as I read it, I was, all I could think about was Cardre Cola. Really? But the word is cadre because it was from France. It's a French word, but the Americans still call it cadre. Of course they do. Yep. Of course they do. Well, I suppose like the padres. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not the padres. Fire on innocent citizens. <laughs> hey, <yeah>, thank you. <laughs> ben Richards, yeah. Butchers of yeah. Bakersfield. <laughs> what a great movie. Top movie. What a great movie, Top The Running Man. Oh, yeah, we will have to do this. We will do it. We absolutely yeah. will do it. Okay. Critical thinking. Here we're going to talk about how the movie rates on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Now, IMDb have The Matrix at 8.7 out of 10. It's number 16 on the top 250 Ooh, movies. Wow. And has been reviewed more than 2 million times. Jeez. Okay, oh, yeah. 
So pretty, pretty, pretty hefty stuff. Uh, certified fresh on the tomato I'm meter. I'm going to pick that. Eighty-three percent. Yep. And an eighty-five percent audience score. So it's all around that sort of you know eight to nine, yep. which is is pretty good. Couple reviews here, and we've gone for a good one, and we've gone for not for an Aussie because it's an Aussie movie. Okay. Uh, Adrian Martin of the Age. Rarely has a blockbuster been so enjoyable. Superbly staged and edited, it never loses its drive and intrigue. Reeves has come a long way as an actor since the woeful Johnny Mnemonic, and so has this entire cyberpunk genre on screen. Okay, fair enough. A Johnny Mnemonic is terrible. Yeah. Yes, it is. Mm. But I'm going to ask you a question about Keanu Reeves acting later on. Okay. Mm. What do we think about cyberpunk? Got any thoughts on cyberpunk? Um, oh, so I was I was living in the UK with friend of the podcast Baby Teeth Gal, uh, the G Money, around nineteen ninety nine, and I distinctly remember cyberpunk fashion being a big thing. And like at Camden Markets, you could buy the big vinyl overcoats, and you could buy the boots. And I I reckon that friends of the podcast Matt Spickman Avellano. And Jason Halsey Hall, who also lived in the UK at the time, actually ran cyberpunk boots like Neo runs in the Matrix. Just yeah, as they definitely they definitely would have. I reckon they ran them, and yeah. they look like dickheads. Yeah. But that was the thing around 1999. We, we were all discovering <laughs> ourselves and traveling, and uh, you know, me and the G just out discovering the world oh, together. Good God. Okay, yeah. a bad the bad review the bad review, uh, Alexander Walker. Of the London Evening Standard. Oh, yeah. Oh, that rag. What we are seeing here is the death of one kind of cinema and possibly the birth of another. One that's getting closer to the computer games that people play at home. The Matrix doesn't succeed on any other level except this. Oh, wow. Mate, that is super harsh. Is he not, is he not watching the third one or the fourth one or something? Did he watch? <laughs> is, is he talking about the first one? He's talking about the first one. Well, he's a dickhead. Terrible review. Yeah, it is. It, it, you know, it's a crazy review. Yeah, groundbreaking film. I think it's, yeah, everyone seems to love it. Um, but speaking of reviews, um, Dominelli Ford. Yes. Res- um, I got a, I got a response. <laughs> Dominelli. Now, yeah. born to watchers, I've actually got a new mic. So I'm going to sound oh, sexy God. as fuck. I'm going to rest. Perps back this- from you, Damo. I'm going. She'll be my girl again. She's she's taken a fondness to your absolute <laughs> drivel for some reason, but she'll be my babe very soon when she gets to hear what my dulcet tones actually are. Not that shit on the mic that Whitey gave me previously. Because see, there's all this stuff about what Whitey gave me, right? Whitey gave me this. Whitey gave me that. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Damo, until, go. Until I, there's I, a fucking retainer, the outgoings need to be minimised on board yeah. the watch. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I got a thumbs up. Oh, that's the response. That's like, yeah. Oh. I don't know. Check in. It may, may have started to follow. I don't know. You, you might have to just double check. That's, that's awesome. homework. Come homework on. Dirty, yeah. Dirty. Maybe you should follow Dominelli Ford. Born to watch will follow yeah, Dominelli that's Ford. That's right. That's what we'll do. Okay, let's move into ordinary people. This should be good as I'm doing it and Gow's away. So there'll be not as much dribble. Yep. Probably not as much truth either. May not. The stats may not uh, hold up to Gow's They stats. may not. They won't. Well, they won't. 
No. Okay, we're going to start with the cast. We'll start with Keanu Reeves, who we'd done a few weeks ago on Speed. Yep. Uh, look, an absolute superstar again with the John Wick franchise. We won't go too deep into him. Got some questions to ask in question time about Keanu, and we'll just leave him there because he's a legend. Yep. Apparently one of the most loveliest blokes in Hollywood. Yep. And super watchable. There's no doubt. Doesn't and mean we could, can't give him a pizzling if he deserves it. Yeah, and I think the pizzling's coming. I think the pizzling's coming. Okay, we'll move into Lawrence Fishburne, Morpheus. Mate, what a career. An absolute jobber. Now, listen to this. I, I, I haven't, I've done highlights. I'm not going to do every single movie like Gal does. Yep. Everyone will fall asleep. 1979 Apocalypse Now as Tyrone Clean Miller. He's on the boat. He was 16. He gets a spear through his chest. Yeah, he was young, man. He, he was, was young. He was 16 years old. Yeah. He was 16 oh. when the movie started and he was 18 when the movie finished. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. And what was his name in that movie? No, no, his, his acting name. Oh, it was uh, it was Larry Fishburne. Bang, yeah. yeah. Up to 93 he was Larry. Yeah. So uh, change, I think it changed when he did Boys in the Hood. Became Lawrence. A bit more, yeah. yeah. So anyway, after Apocalypse Now, it wasn't all swings and roundabouts for him. It was a lot of TV jobbing. So listen to this, though. Quality TV of the 80s. MASH. Yep. Hill Street Blues. Ooh. Trapper John MD. Miami Vice. Spencer for Hire. And The Equalizer. Wow. Mate, I, that's enough for me. But he's he's doing all sort of um, action-y type yeah. TV. He's, yeah. he's not... Um, He's not doing Well, no, he's no. obviously, let's be honest. He's not young the rest I'm of tipping he's not playing a good guy in any of those movies. No. Any of those TV shows. He could watch my list of crater faces too, couldn't he? A little bit. Big big time. Yeah. Shotguns, right up there with some of the greatest shotguns. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a podcast coming soon. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, Hollywood's best crater faces. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, 91, Boys in the Hood, as Furious Styles. Uh, great movie. John Singleton plays Cuba Gooding Jr.'s dad. Really good. 93, What's Love's Got to Do With It, as Ike Turner. That, that's a great movie, oh, actually. Right. Uh, uh, Angela Bassett plays uh, Tina. Ooh. 97, Event Horizon as Miller. I like so, Event what do you Horizon. Th- I can remember. Yeah. I don't I, mind I like, Event Horizon. I, 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 I cannot remember it. Yeah, It gets a little weird at the end, but yeah, um, yeah I think that they were shooting for the stars, no pun intended, and it was, uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's worth a revisit out there, watches. It, it definitely is, and I think. Who's the dude in New Zealand that's got an open mind and likes <laughs> the piss? Strang, yeah, strangles, strangles. Yeah, mate, strangles yeah. check, check out Event Horizon. You'll you'll dig it. Yeah, no, and, and look, I think that the, it got killed in the edit. Event Horizon. If there's an if there was a director's cut, apparently it's supposed to be way better. But I'm not sure if anything's ever surfaced. Do you know what I always get it confused with? The Tell Cube. The Cube. Oh, oh, what? It's a great movie. movie. The Cube. Yeah. With is it J Lo in the Cube? No, J Lo's no the Cell. You'll the think of no, Yeah, but I mean the cube, but she's in the yeah, cell. Yeah. So she's I've in the up cell. Three yeah. movies. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Look, I'll tell you what, what Larry does is Larry goes back to TV. So 2008, 2011 in CSI. Oh, yeah. And then walks like this 2013 to 2015 as Jack Crawford in Hannibal. Excellent. Which is a great series. Excellent television. Really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Well, on, but you miss Cherry 2000. You know, Mate, there's, a, there's heaps of them. There's heaps of them. Because I remember telling you about this back in the day. And I it do. was just rubbish, but God, it's worth a watch. Yeah. He's done a heap of 2000 was one of those, those like Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Did, I can't, yeah. Got, Going to the Wastelands. The, that's Mad it. Max. Got, um, yeah. 
And Melanie there Griffiths were a lot of, was a lot of movies with 2000. Everything was meant to go fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. just sideways when 2000 came along. But Class of 1999, really which we oh, talked about yeah. a few a few weeks back. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on to Carrie Ann Moss, Trinity. Essentially just a TV job until 94. Models, Inc. Oh, right. As Carrie oh. Spencer. Do you remember Models, Inc.? Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. It was yeah. good. It was good. I don't think I ever watched it. Yeah. I watched it a little bit at the start. It was... It was when I was in my Melrose Place phase, right? Oh, hang on. I had a huge Melrose Place phase. Oh, oh mate. Down, ticka da down, ticka ticka down, down. I'm the Doug Savant of this uh, podcast. Yeah. You are the Doug Savant of this podcast. You have the same Fanta pubes, this is for sure. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a blondie. Yeah. Yeah, he's a blondie. He's a blondie. Hey, quiet there, Andrew Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, after this, in two thousand, starred in uh, Memento as Natalie. Oh, okay. oh yeah, great Christopher did, Nolan did, movie. Did, yeah. She had it at a moment. She did. She had about three or four years. Yeah. But then, the two thousand and ten, a movie you probably haven't seen called Unthinkable with Samuel L. Jackson. She plays Agent Helen Brody, which is a great thriller. Really good. Really worth is a watch. M. M. Night Shyamalan joint. No, it's not. That's um, that's Unbreakable. Uh, Unbreakable. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're thinking Bruce of. Wallace. Yeah. Okay, we'll move into Hugo Weaving, a great Aussie actor. Mr. Yep. Anderson. That's his great. Obviously, he plays Elrond in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Damo's favourite. Yep. 2005's V for Vendetta as V, oh, yeah, it another great fives, movie. Yeah. But I tell you what, a good Aussie movie, 1998's The Interview. He plays Eddie Rodney Fleming. Have yeah. you seen that, Dan? Uh, really good. Oh, really good. fuck, it's a great movie. Totally. Set in one room. It's got Reverend Bob. Remember Reverend oh, yeah, Bob? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays oh. the copper. Morgs' mate from on I've set told, when yeah, he swore. I've told, you, I've told my Reverend yeah. Bob story. Yeah. Yeah. And he's trying to he's trying to uh trying to coach a confession out of quality movie. Really good. Really good. But tell me we weren't all introduced to Hugo Weaving in 1984's body line as Douglas Jardine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Kennedy, Absolutely. Kennedy Miller. And I tell you bitch. what, mate, tell me Kennedy Miller. Miniseries went the best things you yeah. ever watched on TV. Oh, yeah. Everyone in the watched 80s, that. In the 80s, Mate. must watch. Yeah, Country I, I Practice like... and that. Yeah, the, yeah. the guy on the hill no, who you could no, hear clearly. No. Yes, he, yes. He said, hey, Jardine, leave our flies alone. Yeah. yeah. How and, every, and everyone in the and everyone in SCG is laughing their head off. Yeah. Gary he, Sweet Gary he... Sweet played Bradman. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. The dude on the hill, how did he get to every game in Australia? Yeah, he was the heckler. He, was the, he just the, caught the train, He was mate. the heckler. He just caught the train. He was the, he was the heckler, heckler. every ground. That would have been difficult <laughs> to do now with fucking flights between <laughs> cities, let alone walking. Not only that, how do you get a ticket? They had like 90,000 yeah. 90, people in those games. Yeah, he was awesome. All right. Yabba? Yabba? Yabba maybe? Yeah, it yeah. might have been Yabba's Hill. Maybe yeah. it was him. Yabba? Yeah, it might have yeah, been Yabba. Joe Panto Liano. Oh, Joey Pants. Joey, Joey. Joey Pants. Cypher started really 83, Risky Business as Greedo the Pimp. 85, we've done it, The Goonies, Francis Fratelli. But 93, The Fugitive as Renfro. Great oh, movie, what The about, Fugitive. What about Running Scared? Oh, yeah, yeah. Billy Crystal. Was he in Running Scared? Am I confusing that with Greg, Bad Gregory Boys? Hines? No, what's no, it's Gregory Hines and uh, no, Gregory Billy, Hines Crystal. And Billy Crystal. Well, I thought he might have been a cop in that one as well, but then I think mm. I might be confusing it with Bad Boys. Yeah, no, because next is 95 Bad Boys as Captain mm. Howard, where he is the quintessential policeman that yells. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, what's his name? Inspector Todd. Yeah, he's Inspector Todd. He just reads. Yeah, what Inspector Todd Then in 2000, he is in Memento as well as Teddy, plays a very key uh, role in that. Right. 
But 2001 to 2004, he's in The Sopranos as Ralph Cifaretto. Oh, what an evil character. Evil. Yeah. Ralph he's, uh, Cifarello. He's yeah, rooting, uh, rooting, rooting Tony's sister. That's right. It does and, not end uh, well. And a few strippers. Yeah. It does uh, not end well for old Ralph Cifaretto. He would have to, at The Sopranos, there are a lot of evil characters. But I reckon he's probably the worst in that entire run. He's uh, He's pretty bad. He's, He's a shit back. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So then, awesome, then awesome. we'll move. We'll just move very quickly to the Wachowski siblings. They started in '96 with Bound. Remember that? Sort of lesbian thriller. Right. Uh, and, yes, uh, I do. Yeah, lesbian yes. thriller with uh, Meg Tilly and uh, what was the other dark haired actress? Forget her name. Not Gina. No. No, no. forget her name. It'll come to me. Obviously, did all the Matrixes, a 2008 uh, Speed Racer, and 2012 mm-hmm. did Cloud Atlas. This is a high watermark for them. No, yeah, uh, no. The Wykowskis are Paul Carcass, Boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. Then Nina, ninety-nine Love Balloons. Yes, the Hazy Fantasia, one-hit wonders. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They, they are one-hit wonders they of are. Hollywood. Um, yeah, Men Without Hats, the, the Safety Dance, Atlas. the Source material is pretty good. Like it was a bit of a thing that book. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they managed to to finger that pretty pretty difficult. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks mm. in that as well. So, okay, budget was sixty five million dollars. Now, story behind that, I don't know if anyone's got to listen to this. This movie would have cost one hundred and eighty million to make in the US. They made it for sixty five million dollars. Oh, the dollar in, in ninety ninety eight. So that's why they moved to Sydney. Yeah. So they did it for a third of the budget. Now the box office four hundred and sixty six million dollars. Good going. Pretty good. Nearly ten times. Good well, nearly, uh, opening weekend of twenty eight million. Now, let's talk about diminishing returns for the Matrix sequels. Oh, so, <laughs> off the back of the original in ninety nine, Reloaded comes out in two thousand and three. Pumped to see that. Yeah, oh, everyone was. Everyone was until about twenty five minutes in, where I'm going, "What the fuck is going on with this shit?" It did seven hundred and thirty eight million dollars. Right. Then six months later in two thousand and three. Revolutions comes out. It does four hundred and twenty-seven wow. million. It does less than the original yeah. because Reloaded was so bad. Revolutions is a travesty. Horror. Reload. Reloaded is is not good. It's the second best movie in the in the quadrilogy. But, but Revolutions but is a travesty. Distant, a real distant second. So then we wait eighteen years for Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, I'm thirty minutes into it. Mate, it is so and bad. That's it. It is so bad. $159 million. It's yeah. It did at the box office. It's just woeful. Yeah. It's a bad movie, Resurrect. They, they they cast Morpheus again. So Lawrence Fishburne's not in it. They cast a young man as Morpheus. It's a shit story. Yeah. It's a shit movie. It, it was, I wish it was two hours plus that I wish I could get back. Nah, the Wachowskis have lost the plot. Yeah. Physically, do you, mentally, do you everything. Think it was, and I don't know this answer, and I know I'm, I'm probably the most tapped into the industry, but do you think it was <laughs> the studios pushing the IP because that's like, because you fucks like all your, your MCU because they just keep going back to the well knowing that dorks like you guys will buy tickets and therefore it's a bit more of a guaranteed hit. So they're reusing the IP. <laughs> or do you think the Wachowski, Wachowski sisters had a burning desire to? Right, the the wrongs that was revolutions and I actually think oh no, it's definitely it's um, it's it's a bit of both. I think it's six or one half dozen the other. I think the the studio had a lot to do with it, but I think they probably want to try and extinguish the shit 
that was Revolutions and they failed, mate. Well, so I, I confess I've never seen Revolutions and I don't think I've finished Reloaded. I just was that appalled after yeah. a, a great experience with the first one, just thinking, what is this drivel? Re- Reloaded's got some great set pieces in it. There's a great chase scene on the on the highway. There are some good set pieces. But the effects are worse. Not as good. Not as good. So, so it's more modern and the effects look shit. Yeah. You just go, well, they, rely, they tried to rely, they leaned too much into it. Yeah, it's, a bit like, it's a bit like uh, George Lucas with the prequels. Yeah. Star Wars prequels where it, it's just it's just too yeah. much. Yeah. It's too much. Okay. The movie won four Oscars. Best film editing, best sound, best effects sound effects editing, and best effects visual effects. Yep. So it was up for four Oscars. It won four Oscars. Good. And without a doubt, it should yep. have won all four of those. American Beauty won Best Picture. Sam Mendes won Best Director for American Beauty. Kevin Spacey won Best Actor for American Beauty. Hilary Swank, Best Actress for Boys Don't Cry. Michael Caine. Did you know? Did you know that Michael Caine won for Cider House Rules for Best Supporting Actor? Oh, Charlie Strong gets her uh, gear off in that Ooh. with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. And then Supporting Actress is Angelina Jolie for Girl Interrupted. Oh, okay. The, yeah. She's on a telephone at the front. She's in a mental uh, oh, mental song yeah, with yeah. Winona Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. So we talked about 1999 as being arguably one of the best movies, uh, best years ever in cinema history. Just a few movies that came out. Episode 1, Phantom Menace. Gow's favourite, The Sixth Sense. Toy Story 2, The Matrix, Tarzan, American Beauty, Runaway Bride, Stuart Little, The Green Mile, American Pie, uh, Austin Powers, The Spy Shagged Me, Double Jeopardy. Deep Blue Sea, Eyes Wide Shot, Payback, uh, The Mummy, Bone Collector, General's Daughter. Mate, it's so deep. The Talented Mr. Ripley, Thomas Crown Affair. It's really super deep this year. There is a, there's probably 50 or 60 really, really good movies in it, which makes Hit Sleeper and Dud pretty interesting this week. My hit for 1999, The Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. Okay. Three film students vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend, leaving only their footage behind. It was the first found footage film. It took marketing a film to the next level. Do you remember where you saw the Blair Witch Project, Damien? I, I watched it at a mate's house and on a video we hired it. You saw it at my house. Oh, really? Yeah. I, c- I couldn't remember. In whose. 1999, I bought the DVD of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. And got it before it was released in the cinemas here in Australia. We watched it, so it shipped in. So I had Gao was there, Gao and uh, Gao and his girlfriend of the time, and then there was about ten of us. Sonny was there. It was quite a, a couple of boys from footy. There was about twelve of us in in the downstairs at my Is that house. Where it was, yeah. And I'd already watched it because I couldn't wait. And it was a Friday night or something. And mate, it was fucking awesome. Spooky movie. Oh mate. Do you know what's even better than the Blair Witch Project is actually the the director's commentary of the Blair Witch Project, where it tells you exactly what they're doing, how they're doing it. I watched the movie a couple of times, then watched it with the director's commentary. Blew me away. Mm. Blew me away. I don't think there's probably a less expensive movie made. Yeah, it cost fuck all, and it made like $130 million. Yeah. Cost nothing. Okay, Dan, what do you got up there? For hit, yeah, a bit of a, a bit of there was a bit of a crossover between ninety eight and ninety nine in the box office. I don't know if you noticed, but there were a couple of films that hung around in uh, in in still churning over some freight 
into 99. So that's why I was a bit confused that we hadn't done a movie from this era. But that has nothing to do with my answer, which is 10 <laughs> Things I Hate About You, which... Very good movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. It's one of those ones a bit like, what was the one with the dude on the lawnmower that I was frothing over that was a bit mad Can't buy me when love. we actually watched it? Can't buy me love. The this one I actually... I probably watch every couple of years, 10 Things I Hate About You, and it's uh, I, uh, obviously Heath Ledger, rest in peace, his breakout role... Uh, as yeah. the uh, as as the uh, the tough guy turned Lothario in, uh, in that, that that saves our heroine of the the pancake face pancake face chick I can't think of her <laughs> name Julia Stiles that's yeah. it Julia Stiles um, yeah but just an enjoyable teen movie and America Funny. was still a bit strange to us at this time like we we still it hadn't been debunked the whole myth of America and American uh, students. So who was to know that this wasn't how they used to carry on and go to school and drive Porsches and uh, and everything that goes on in the film. But, yeah, look, enjoyable flick. I think Damo would enjoy it as well. Uh, yeah, that's mine. Yep. Do you want to know something? I've never seen it. Oh, really? It is a good movie. No. Never seen it. No I thought interest. that would have I've been a special in your uh, – <laughs> I've seen it twice, you're a legend. That would have been a special in your video shop. Matthew. Yeah, mate, it got put – I would tell them to turn it off. Wow, I have no okay. time for Julia Stiles. No yeah, time. Yeah. She's actually excellent in it as well. So yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Damo. Yeah, hit. well, you've mentioned it. Double Jeopardy. Oh. Like, Tommy Lee Jones in that is so freaking amazing. Yeah. His, his character arc or the development is just outstanding. Yeah. He, really he plays that. a very similar character to what he does in The Fugitive. He does, yeah. Yeah, he does. It, actually, Exactly. And 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 it's exactly the same character arc where he learns and he learns the truth and is like, yeah, okay, yeah. I've got you now. I'm gonna help you. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna help uh, you. He was great. It's a great movie, Double Jeopardy. Awesome movie. She is a great sort. Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. Yeah, she had wowzers. a minute. She had yeah, a minute. She definitely. She did. really did. Bit of a bitch by all reports too. I hear around <laughs> oh, really? the industry. Yeah, I haven't met her personally, but oh, quite you? a few of my mates in the industry, uh, <sighs> no names, but uh, rhymes with orgy. Looney K uh, would, would have said that, yeah, George, she's a bit of George a, Clooney. She's, yeah, well, I was, I was doing what Ron's with and then I turned to Pig Latin. Um, but anyway, I'm not I'm not dropping names. Uh, reckons that, yeah, she's a bit of a canoot. Okay. Well, we'll take your word for it, Dan. You are yeah. on the inside. Canoot. There you go. 1999 Sleeper Galaxy Quest. It's <laughs> a pretty funny movie. Mate, it's not yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. It's freaking hilarious. Tim How Allen. is that 25 years old? This I saw this at the cinema, absolutely loved it. It was Tim Allen, peak Tim Allen, home improvement Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Shalhoub, Sam Rockwell. What a cast. Yeah. What a cast. It's the alumni cast of a space opera television series, uh, like a Star Trek, have to play their roles as the real thing when an alien race needs their help. However, they also have to defend both Earth and the alien race from a reptilian overlord. Yeah, it is incredible movie. Alan Rickman's just face. I grabbed Thar's hammer because he he was a uh, his character was this classically trained oh, yeah Shakespearean actor. That's right, and he yeah. was doing a sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> it is so funny. It is so funny. Uh, if you've not seen it, people get on it. It's one of the funniest movies you'll see. Daniel Sleeper. Yeah, you're gonna hate this, uh, and most of our born Can't to watch wait. brethren will too. So. Rushmore, of course, is my oh. sleeper. Criminally, criminally no. 
underloved Wes Anderson flick. Uh, just set up Wes Anderson's style for the the, the rest of his uh, his amazing filmography. He's going back to an actor that features throughout a lot of his films in Jason Schwartzman, who shares a hooter very much the same size <laughs> as your friend on the podcast and on the land. We are both nasal, uh, could be nasal related. strong. We could Endowed. be. But y- I really enjoy Rushmore. Look, you either like Wes Anderson flicks or you don't. I do. I get I that don't. a lot of people don't, and those people are fuckwits. And, yeah, it's absolutely uh, a travesty that not more people get into this flick. Nice. I haven't seen it. It's shit house, Damo. Don't watch it. Okay. What do you got for Sleeper? I've got Lake Placid. God, God, one of the great movies. Yeah, it's funny. So funny. Um, I thought he was taller. Ben I find Lee he taller. Who? Ben Lee? No. no. Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman. Um, Oliver Platt, Brandon Gleeson. Yep, yep. And that's uh, about it. No, Oliver Bridget Fonda. Uh, Bridget Fonda. Yeah, the big crocodile. And oh yeah, um, um, what's her name from the Golden Girls? Um, oh yeah, uh, B. Uh, not B. Um, she's in everything. It'll come to me. Yep, it'll come to me. But she's, she only just recently she, died. Yeah, like she did. Mate. She's the one feeding the croc. She's yeah. the one fed her husband yeah. to the croc. All she did. <laughs> she did. It's a great movie. Yeah, really fun. Betty White. Betty White, well yeah. done. I, I've watched that a lot with uh, with Isabel. It's one of Isabel's favourites. Yeah. Uh, okay, 1999, Dud. I had to go deep to find this one. Virus. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, Donald Sutherland, and our own Billy Baldwin. Oh, God. After outrunning a typhoon at sea, a strong-willed tugboat navigator and her crew discover a high-tech alien life form that's taken control of a Russian research vessel and aims to destroy on a massive scale. Is it, it, is it like species or something? No, it's it's a it's a uh, it's it's like AI. Right. And so these it's like a robots on this boat. It is tragic. I've actually I've put it on Plex because I need to revisit it. It's that bad. It's, you know like a a good tugboat captain movies, you know, generally they're underrated. They're <laughs> yeah, underrated. They're pretty good. They're underrated. <laughs> Yeah, but Donald Sutherland, mate, this is Paycheck Sutherland. Here comes the tugboat, like five knots. <laughs> you know, it looks speed three. It's speed three. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Dan, what do you got for uh, for Dud? Oh, look, I, I think there's quite a few in the top ten that you could have picked, but mine was the paradox that is that that is our mate in Big Daddy. And I just like. I, I, honestly, after what are some of the great flicks that he's been in recently that you just think, my God, this is the talent that you have, that Uncut Gems, uh, the, the basketball one that's been out recently. Yeah, Hustle. Well. Yeah, that's Hustle. a good movie. Hustle. Hustle. Mate, he is phenomenal in both of those. So we're and talking yeah, Adam Sandler, right? Yes. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Sorry, Adam Sandler, of course. And he yeah. uh, it, it, but turned out like Happy Gilmore, which we love as a, as a cult classic, but Big Daddy – what an absolute steaming pile of dog shit that managed to make $170 million and it comes out of the, the creative well of the same guy that is responsible for these other brilliant performances. Yeah, but he, he created Little Nicky. So, you know. <laughs> Jack and Jill. Oh, my God. Yeah. And something oh. the shit that comes out on Netflix that you just don't even watch that he gets paid hundreds of millions of dollars for. And look. Maybe he's sitting around with his mates laughing, taking the piss, like, how good is this? But I just wonder what what a waste that is. Like I know personally with my scripts, I pour so much into them. I just I just wouldn't want to release them. I'd rather they stayed in so pre, you pre, pre-production. So you haven't? No, you, yeah. hold, you just, no, well, you just well, keep well, holding it. off. I'm, 
I'm, I'm, you know, the, the, when the right opportunity, what I'm a, obviously always talking to many producers. Well, you're still on strike. Well, it's well, what I'm looking moment. forward to. Sorry, Dan, I'm not I'm talking not... to anyone. I'm not talking to anyone at the moment. <laughs> abort, abort. Don't listen. What I'm looking forward busted. to, Dan, is is popping back up to the land to that uh, toilet that's got the long hang, and he's just got scripts on the floor of the toilet. Right. It's just <laughs> there's, there's, it's just light reading. Yeah, you, know, you can take a yeah. dump and 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 script. read some just incredible scripts. Some Sometimes I'm in there for hours. Yeah. I just can't it's leave. A, it's yeah. a it's a push your cock down seat though, Damo. You can't. We're not. If you've got the Northern Beaches curse, you really need to push your cock down. You can't just let it freestyle, or you'll end up pissing all over the floor. It's got that's, a very long hang. That's a good tip. Got a very deep bowl. That toilet. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, Damo, what have you got for nineteen ninety nine, Dud? Well, I've gone for the talented Mister Ripley. Oh, oh Damo, really? That's daggers in my heart. What are you saying? Yeah. It's uh, boring. It's frustrating. It's anxiety-inducing. There was one. It's it's ter- the, the the two um, main people are awful people, and I just could not even stand watching them. But there's one good bit in it. Jude Law what? side dick. <laughs> so that's it. He's not. He's not. A, he's not in the um, Ben Affleck um, Hollywood. No, no one is. Class no one dick. is. But he probably did the only the good thing in it. To- he didn't get the heads up from the director to blood that thing like Benny did in uh, yeah. in, in, in Gone Girls. Ben Affleck was looking at Rosamund Pike in the nude, mm. and that's enough to get at least half a bar. Yeah, well, Jude Law was looking at Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you Damon, go. How can you dislike this film? This is an absolute It was, it was rubbish. It, it was the start absolute... of so many Hollywood careers. <sighs> the next big thing in – hate Blanchett. They gave her extra yeah, she scenes was... because she was so fucking mm-hmm. good. Oh, Damo, this is one of your worst calls ever. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well done, Damo. We like to be controversial here on Born to Watch. Yep. Let's let's move into question time before Dan <laughs> you know, has a conniption. Okay, question one. What pill do you take? Oh, the red. Ah, oh, the red for sure. I don't want to be eating fucking amino acid gloop shit, hanging around in the Nebuchadnezzar, going to fucking Zion. Fuck that. That's I'm the a- blue pill. You're taking the blue pill though, Dan. So you're going to stay asleep? You want so to... Blue pill's ignorance is bliss. Red pill is the truth. Yeah, whatever pill lets you stay in the sweet matrix. Okay, That's so you're Cyrus. He's Cyrus. Yep. Yeah, he's Cypher. Cypher. He's Cypher. Cypher. Yeah. yeah. His ignorance is bliss. Okay, I'm, I'm red. I, I, like, I wouldn't oh, get about you. it. Yeah, I wouldn't get into it. Does Lawrence Fishburne oh, have... Wait, 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 wait. So what exactly did you see in the Nebuchadnezzar and the filthy oh, no, sewers... I... What did you see that would make you want to go and be a freedom fighter in I'd that like shit to, world? I want to live a I want to live a real life, Dan. Have you seen Zion? Oh. Have you? Yeah, like there's some good sorts in Zion, and it's free love. It's all raves. It's just it's it's raves, which I'm right into. <laughs> I love a rave. <laughs> Everyone that knows me knows that Whitey loves a rave. Right? Loves loves boom boom dancing at the freaking boiler room. Right? Yeah. I'm all over it. Yep, that's you. Uh, they're all on the Persians. They're Do all they just have- slaying each other. They have- Pingers in Zion, all right. This is it, right? Morks has changed his mind. Might change my vote. Okay. Sunny Payne. Okay. Does does Lawrence Fishburne have the biggest head in Hollywood? God, it's up there, isn't it? God, it's a head. Has Alexander Park ever featured in a Hollywood (laughs) film? No, I think think Larry's got him. Well, if you talk about proportion to body, um, the dink has probably got that. Yeah, definitely. But oh, on his own, yeah, like in ratio, ratio. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> so, so you say, look, Lawrence is a one point. He's he's big. Lawrence is big. He's oh, one. No. He yeah, he's he's a one point four two. He's a one point four. He's bigger than Brad Glasgow's head. Oh, fits most. Fits most. Yeah, he's got he's he he he's got one size fits never. Quentin Tarantino's got a monster head. He's got a big head. He's as long as well, though. Yeah. He's just like Larry's is quite thick. just just all round. Yeah. Round big. It's head. a big head. It's a yeah. big head. Okay. Does the movie take itself too seriously? Yes. <laughs> it is a pretty I mean, serious movie. Yeah. It's not exactly light. When is the the moments of frivolity and levity? There is no. There is no. Candor in this movie. There is no, there is no lightness. The mouse and Tank were a little bit chirpy. Oh, mouse, mouse, mouse is just annoying. Is, yeah, we're going to get to mouse, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to go with yes, it does take well, some hang, hang on, hang on, Sorry, I've got to ask you who was that guy that Gal went to TAFE with that he used to lick out all the time? Oh, no, uh, uh, the guy out of True Blood. Oh, they used to, oh. he just used to Gal, you know, he latches on them, <laughs> he just licks them out. What was yeah. his name? Hey, Ryan Quanton. That's it, Ryan oh, Quanton. Yeah, All I knew mean, was be like, Ryan Quanton and me played golf today. And then oh, I, Quantos. Like, I think you used to call him Quantos. Quantatron. Yep, I know him. Another one was him and Chrissy both licked out someone from one of those reality shows like How to Root a Farmer or something like that. Oh, Farmer Wants were, a Wife. Oh, that's it. They were mates with them and they just used to, oh, yeah, fucking Johnsy and Flogsy are going out of the fucking pub and I wish we could hang out with them. I was like... You guys are fucked. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, last question. Now, just hang with me for this one. Is this the best Matrix? Now, I'm going to run through. Hang on. I'm going to run through them. Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> yes, it's the best listen, Matrix. Listen. Listen. Matrix Reloaded. Revolutions. Resurrections. The Row Matrix. The column matrix, the null matrix, and the square matrix from maths, and John matrix from Commando. Oh my god! No. So you've John gone matrix. for all matrixes, John. any I'm sort of matrix. matrix. John matrix. I'm trying to make yeah. up with Sly Nixon by <laughs> loving John matrix. I love John matrix. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still going for yes. It is. It beats John oh, matrix. God, it's a photo, Finny. Yeah. Stick your head out, oh. John. Yeah. Stick your head out, John. <laughs> Throw away that chicken shit gun. <laughs> oh, God. All right, oh, there we go. Time. Just for you, Mr. Nixon, John Matrix is the yeah. best Matrix. Right, yeah. Okay, into the categories. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We're going to start up on the land tonight. Dan, what do you got for good? Yeah, I, I did what you did, Whitey. I, I wanted to watch this and really try and understand the fucking psycho babble shit they were going through and work out what a sentient fucking thing was and try, try and actually <laughs> sentinel. unpack a, a bit, sentinel, whatever the fuck they were carrying on about. But <laughs> all, but actually what I was struck with was how fucking good Carrie Ann Moss is in this movie. Oh, my God. I thought she was awesome. We, look, I'm obviously the, the uh, number one fan of the Ellen Ripley from Alien Films fan club, so I love a, a strong female lead. She 
she fucking carries a lot of this movie in that opening scene when she kicks fucking ass in yeah, that yeah. tight ass cat suit. Um, yep. Yeah, I just, I, I still think she looks amazing on screen. So understated. Unlike Neo, she doesn't have to tell us what she's thinking all the time so that we know what's going on. She's just very. Well, that's subtle. because she can actually emote. Yes, I think you're she right. can actually um, like. She uses more subtlety, and look, we, we love Keanu Reeves. I'm not, uh, John Wick, I think he's been outstanding in, but I think Karen Moss was. And don't even get me started on Lawrence fucking Fishburne. Uh, I'll save him, but <laughs> Karen, yeah, Karen Moss, what a badass! We, I, I'm a Canadian file. I love our Canadian women, and uh, she's yeah. a very, very strong one. Well, it's funny you mention her straight off the bat because I was actually going to work a question into question time about was she, and this is before I watched it. I was going to go through women or actresses that were acting at the time in 99 and whether she was the best choice. And after watching it, I went, I'm not even going to ask that. She was the best choice. She's amazing. She just crushed Incredible. it. Yeah. She looked great. She looked yeah, great. Yeah. And, so and Charlotte, she, Charlotte Theron could have possibly done that role. She's, uh, I don't know what she was doing in 99, but I'm she's glad bit it young, was. a bit young. Yeah, I'm glad it was Terry Ann Moss. Yeah, no, she was excellent. Well done. Good call, Dan. Uh, Damo. Good. Uh, Tank. I really liked that that kid, that bloke. Tank. He Tank. was good. Yeah, yeah, Tank's agreed. good. Under agreed. pressure to type, you know, <laughs> honestly. It, yeah. He, he was he was freaking awesome, but he, he smiled. He, he was a really good, friendly bloke, so I really did like no, him. No, hang on. You're talking about Mouse or no, Tank? Tank. 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 The operator. Yeah. Oh, the operator, yeah. 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 But he, he, was, he was always, he was all excited to see now. Was like, oh, yeah. Well, he loved his job. He loved his job. But and under pressure, mate. You need that helicopter load. Yep. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. He was awesome. He was good. Um, but so can, obviously- I, can I just ask Dana? Sorry, I, I I agree with your take. But one thing that disturbs me is that how the fuck have we not got voice recognition software now when we're still using keyboards? Let alone on the Nebuchadnezzar in twenty one fucking ninety nine. Like, when is voice recognition actually going to take off? And I don't have to use my ridiculous one finger typing to type out my screenplays. Mm. Yeah, typing's better. <laughs> yeah, it would, I don't think it would I don't think it would have worked as good. Yeah. Insert big guns. <laughs> <laughs> would have been a bit quicker. Yeah. Hey, they didn't uh, have chat GBT either. So do you reckon that dies <laughs> off soon? <laughs> Funny. Funny. But there's a girl here at work that uh, her parents put her through like a typing class yep. when she was younger. She's yep. 33 now, and she's fucking amazing. Like yep. it's, it's, I, I'm in awe every time she starts to type. I went to typing school. Doesn't surprise yeah, me. When I was like, a really yeah, good typer. About 23. Roy Allen argue. Really? For some reason, yeah. Again, Canada. Like they're just fucking legends, but. Roy, um, he's got a he's got a really big cock. We'll talk a bit about him a bit more. I'm right. sure in the future. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, you've, yeah you've, you've seen, seen it. it. You would have paid thirty. You would have You would have paid thirty six bucks over the time. <laughs> no, yeah. Matthew White's wife. Mortgage the house. Now that was Megan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, We're still on paying viewings. off that debt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but anyway, sorry. Apart from just having a big big weapon, he is actually an amazing typist. Wow, he wouldn't have yeah. known that. No, type. Space bar. Yeah, the old Snuffleupagus. Damo, what what else you want? Keep going. Oh, oh, bullet time. Yeah. Like, it hadn't... Look, 
I had seen it before with the $6 million man, <laughs> you know, but... A form of. A form of. Yeah. But it was still so original. It was, well... I Mate, there's a lot of stuff in this movie we had never seen before. Yeah, but... Uh, of, I'm going to pick that up in, in film school for fuckwits, David, because oh, okay. I think that's an amazing <laughs> call and I want to look at some other films that we've looked at and gone, how the fuck did they do that? So, yeah, great, great yeah. pick up. Well done. But that that lobby scene? Oh, yep. Um, I've got something on the lobby scene Holy as well. shit. You know, just with the, the shells hitting the floor, the the, the pillars um, blowing, getting blown apart, it yep. was just a freaking amazing scene. And the, the music was, in that. Really the music cool. in that scene. Yeah, propulsive. Yeah. It, it just sounded really so good. good. But this is this movie was sort of self-sustaining with its own promotion and its own advertising. Because yeah, you went and saw it, you talked about it. Yeah. It, it, you know, they could have basically said, you know what, we don't need to spend any more money on advertising. And it, it, oh, it was water cooler. It was just, av- you, you go and see it, you couldn't not talk about it. You couldn't go and talk, you know, you'd see, oh, have you seen The Matrix yet? Well, I, my, I just was like, what the fuck happened? Like, what was going on? Help me. Please. Well, and then I had to go and see it again like yeah. a week later and I was like, oh, right, you now get it. Yeah, yeah. But that, I, yeah, that's my good. Yeah. yeah, okay, I've got the start. Morg's already mentioned it. The start is epic. Yeah. From second four, you're in. And then the whole Carrie Ann Moss, Moss stuff at the start is just mm. unreal. Really, really cool. And I, and I only just noticed this time that when she dives, does that dive through the window and falls down the stairs yep. and she says to herself, get up, Trinity. Yep. That's her back in the chair saying, get, get up, up, Trinity. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's all this cool shit that you pick yeah. up watching it uh, yeah. for this, right? So again, I've got bullet time. Incredible. What a ballsy premise. It re- the whole premise of the movie is pretty ballsy. Uh, Sydney, I've got Sydney as a note. How good does it look? Yeah, right? it looks uh, great. looked amazing. Nokia phones, the 8110. The, 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 the flippy. No, it, it wasn't. No, it was, it was no, so, so okay. So it was an 8110 with a spring-loaded keypad cover. So it actually didn't come with the clicking spring load. You used to have to slide it down. But it clicked in this but one. But in this one, they added a spring load to it, right? Yeah. Really cool. I love waking up from the nightmare trope where something's happening and then they woke up and, oh, it's just a dream. But it wasn't really just a dream. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, the fuck did that really happen? <laughs> yeah. Right? I know. That's really that cool. Thing in his, in his, in his stomach. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. He explained what fucking deja vu is. You know, when you get a deja oh, vu, you're like, glitch. that's weird as shit, but it's a glitch in the matrix. Thank you. Yeah. Someone finally told me. Yeah. But not yes. only that, that, the reaction to that when he goes, oh, I just saw, and their reaction. Yeah. What'd you see? What'd what you see? It? And exactly. then they all start putting it together and they're like, fuck, we're dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love rain. I love rain in the movies. There's so much. It is It is raining so hard when he gets in that car Ooh. with oh Trinity. Oh, my God. The water off, off, off the bridge. bridge. Yeah. It is like a sheet of rain. It's like the Niagara Falls. Yeah. And you can't go past the, the Morpheus Rescue, the helicopter over Sydney. Yeah. The AWA building. My grandmother worked in the AWA building as a young woman. And you see Westpac uh, on one of the signs that they couldn't cover up because yeah. it was on the so, – Mate, it's, it's, it's really cool. Dimmick's bookshop in it too. Dimmick's. How yeah. Dimmick's? Yeah. Bookshops. Remember bookshops? Yeah, there's not many now, is there? Yeah. I used to go to Dimmicks at Warrywood Square. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was yep, good there. Very good. Okay. Bad. Dan, what do you got for bad? Yeah, I had um when when Neo, at right at the end when Neo finally learns how to, to beat Agent Smith and the Sentian Sentinels. 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 Oh, oh, the agents. Yeah, the agents. He, oh, he okay, yeah, the Sentinels them. the real world. 
Yeah. And he starts doing the karate kata and then he switches to one arm yeah. and he yeah. starts and looking away. it. I wanted to see more of that. Like he's finally like getting the bullet stop and that's like the mm. oh my God moment. I wanted to see him kicking their fucking ass. Additional like, scene. Additional scene. That's what I would have wanted to see and we'll talk about that in quick fire. But like let's say Gao was in The Matrix Fucking Ishidosi, Mark Revel would have taught him that many carters that would have worked in that situation. We could have had a whole another couple of minutes of Neo just well, kicking the, yeah, fucking the two, Hugo Weaving's ass. But the two agents that he was then, they just ran. They bolted. They, they just were bolted. Horses. Yeah. 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 They so were. Anyway, unfair. yeah, that was my bad. Yeah. Damo? Well, the white rabbit tattoo looked like it came from a kindergarten colouring in book. It wasn't. Who funny. the hell would have got that on their back? Ada Nicodemus. I know. Like, follow was... the white rabbit, and it was the shittest tattoo. Should have been Bugs Bunny. Could have been like follow the, you know, yeah, just something of the, the, the tribal tattoo. Or yeah. <laughs> but the white rabbit. Well, if it, if, it, if it was sort of seven or eight years later, it would have been uh, follow the 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 uh, the, tri- the tribals yeah, arm band. The arm rabbit. Yeah, yeah, that would have been it. I know. But I think into. Armless sunglasses would be a real nose pincher. But not only that, he, when he puts them on his face, how, how aren't there fingerprints all over him? Yeah, I know. He really carefully grabs them. Yeah, I don't get it. They're, they're um, they're not practical. No, no. Um, but you talked about now. Is that is that more of a slight on the size of his head that they were like, we actually can't is get sunnies that, that the arms go round? Like, <laughs> could be tailor made. Fitzmaurice don't seem to work. Fits none. Fits none. <laughs> Um, but when he, when um, they did rescue uh, Morpheus, there was some major spray painting going on with that minigun. That yeah. how the hell didn't he get hit? Yeah, oh, that, yeah. I've got I've got the same thing. How does he not get hit? That was just yeah, it was just like bang, carpet bloody bombed the yeah. whole place. It yeah. was just everyone, but missed him, didn't yeah. get him. Um, but you know when you're plugged in too, that that thing that goes in the back of your head is a long, it's a long great, yeah, long spear. Too much head movement. You can't. Turn your head sideways and start talking to the operator. If you've got that big, long, straight thing plugged into the back of your skull, because otherwise the angle of it would be going into your brain. I just, I just thought you can't, you shouldn't be able to move your head when you're strapped in the chair with that thing in your head. Like yeah, you can't move it call. sideways. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a movie. That's it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got computers in the 90s. How shit were computers in the 90s? Yeah. Let's be honest. It took me back. When when my dad bought the family an Apple two C in the uh, in the eighties and we used to pack it away in the cupboard and bring it out on a wet weekend so I could play karateka, right? <laughs> Computers in the noise were shit. Internet in the nineties, uh, better, but still, yeah. internet was terrible. It was still dial up. You could play internet, Doom and yeah, you that could pretty good. That, but the actual I was, like, it I was, was cutting sick on MSN Messenger. I reckon in ninety eight, ninety nine. So that that was probably. My yeah, I think I, I was using, too. Yeah, definitely using in the chat rooms. You would have been, okay. been good on the chat. The chat. Rooms. I was good on the chat rooms. Don't yeah. Let's do my best work. Uh, I got a head for a chat room. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm still I'm still not convinced Keanu's a good actor. Now you're probably right. And and, and I, I'm going to throw Larry Fishburne in there as well. No, I don't, I think he's good. I I don't know he's if he's that good in this movie. He gets a bit annoying. Now I did like I liked his calmness. He's very he's very confident that he's making the right decision. He he's is. very confident in Neo. Yeah, yeah. But I liked his voice on the phone right at the beginning when he's in the uh, his office space. They're coming for me. He's like, yes. 
just super calm. Yeah. Just do what I say. Yeah. I, I really, I did. I actually okay. liked him in it. But but Neo, yeah. But Keanu, yes, has has a, a bit of a woodenness to him. Definitely, definitely. Okay. Is it confusing this movie? I, I got yeah. it straight away. I got it straight away. Really? Yeah, I remember going out. You're a bit older than me, so well, yeah, it still didn't matter. I was like thirty or whatever. But I um, because we watched it. I can't remember which theater it was, but it, the movie theater had uh, the the real. It stopped. It stopped playing, and everyone's like, "Oh, whoa!" It's just just when they went to the big um, the battery bit where he's coming out. Yeah. And um, and Lane Kelleher and uh, Road Dog were at the movies. With and that and they were, we didn't go together, but we yeah. saw the. You know, what the hell's going on? I said, "Well, can't you tell?" So he's like a human battery. He's powering the um, um, the AI technology, and that's what they're doing. But I, I I understood it. It didn't come to me straight away, but it, it did all make sense to me. Yeah. Okay. But I know uh, you know it's maybe I was kind of lucky, but most people, yeah, it's it is a bit of a thinker. Yeah. This one for it sure. definitely definitely it took me two goes. Okay, working for the man, open plan cubicles. What a fucking nightmare. Would <laughs> not do it. Awful. He, he, what was his job? He, I don't know. There was. There, he wasn't really doing. His computer and then the, was off. The There's boss. The desk. boss sort of. Re, you know, you're late again. Fuck off, boss. Yeah. Like, please, fuck off. Yeah. I don't know. He's in. Yeah, he was. I don't know what he did. There okay. was nothing on his desk. No, there, there was, was nothing. No, no pictures. No nothing. nothing. No, he didn't have to do anything. No, he didn't have to do anything. He's working on. It was irrelevant. He's working on the Penske farm. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So as much as I love the the nightmare trope, wake up from the nightmare and it was real. God, I hate the kiss to wake him up. I hate the kiss. He's dead. He's not dead. He's dead in the Matrix, but he's real life. He's real life. It's just his dream he's dead kind of thing. Yeah, but they said if you die in the Matrix, you die. They did. But he's the one. That's right. But he's the one. But she had to kiss him. But in but in actual fact, yes, you, you. if you die in your dream, you don't necessarily die. Yes. The, the Oracle. Yeah. She told she me. She told me. Yeah. And I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Okay. Yes. All Bit right. of a Snow White ripoff. All right. Anyone got anything for ugly, Daniel? Sure you oh, do. You've already, you've already missed them. I just upgraded your bads to ugly. I think that the <laughs> fact that the, the minigun sprayed the whole fucking floor of that building and Morpheus didn't get one in the yeah. dick was just uh, yeah. a little implausible. Or oh, with probably, that head too. That, How does his head not get hit? I can understand him not target. getting hit anywhere. Right. I can understand him not getting hit anywhere else on his body. Surely he cops a, a clip on the head. <laughs> his head took up half the room. Sake. Seriously. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Uh, and then just Laurie, Larry Fishburne. I, I don't think I dislike Larry Fishburne because I really like him in lots of stuff. So I think it's just Morpheus. I dislike. I just think he's a fucking knob. <laughs> she told you what you needed to hear. Oh, oh, I dude. really did. I that liked affectation him. with it that he chose, and that's obviously yeah. an actor's choice. Working with the Wachowskis, but uh, yeah, didn't didn't dig on Morpheus this time when I was uh, watching closely. All right, Damo. Well, there was the big glaring. Ripoff of this movie. I mentioned the six million dollar man, a bit of a ripoff, but the biggest ripoff was they stole the grease ending. <laughs> Flying, yeah, ridiculous. We, you know, we go to get all that was just going through my head. You can't go flying off. It's just a ripoff of grease. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, write your own shit, Wachowskis. Yeah, well, nothing original, <laughs> nothing original. Yeah, all right, my ugly is adopted by con- the conspiracy population as their bible. Oh, what? you know about the Matrix? Are we in the Matrix? This is the Matrix. What's real? Oh, we're in the Matrix, and I'm sure we'll get to this in quick fire very shortly. But come on, guys. Yeah, it is real. 
<laughs> Matrix is real. Of course it is. Stop asking questions. All right. Well done. Morgzers. Quick fire. Yes. Uh, thank you for jumping in and my week off, but I'm back. It's quick fire time. We're going to start with lookalike. And we've already touched on a few big-headed humans that are lookalikes <laughs> with Larry Fishburne. But any, look, anyone else? I'm Cypher. I still run the Joey Pants Flavor Saver uh, to this day. It's definitely getting a little decrepit, can, but uh, can we, I, I still like can to run it. Stop there. Mm. Because why? What? Why do I why, run it? Why do you run that pathetic piece of hair on, the, on your bottom lip? <laughs> Why? Can give me one reason. If you give me one valid reason, I'll never mention it again. There, it is the same reason that I do a lot of shit stuff because my wife likes it. She likes it. Yeah. Oh, God She's into damn. the flavor saver, and she likes the long hair. So I walk around with this shit hair and well, a flavor Hickok. saver. Yeah. Yeah. Dan. And- Dan. Dan. She chose to marry you. She's chose to bear two of your children. She's not leaving, mate. Get rid of your fucking hair and shave that disgusting thing on your bottom lip. <laughs> it's, it's, mate, it's, I'm telling you. It's pretty It's pretty. Even though, Even though I am like, I get the flavour saver part. I get that you love it. I get <laughs> that part of it from you. But come on, mate. Yeah, I've never ever thought about going down that path. Well, Dan's big on it. Dan's always been big on going down. <laughs> and I can get that he leaves that little bit there, so he's got a bit of remnants. Yeah, right. But it's oh. just, it's shit. All right. I agree. Okay. I can be a fuckwit sometimes. Let's I think Brad on. Glasgow looks like Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brad Glasgow with a tan <laughs> yep. is Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. There we go. I reckon, That's what I, I, reckon, like. I reckon old Fitzmost is a sneaky lover of the podcast too. So I reckon he's taken that one down the fucking pipe. So there you I go, hope buddy. he listens, but I bet you he hasn't. He no. was uh he moved to the land long before I was on the he land. He did so. his water scan on yeah. people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> Him and his cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh good eye. All right. Next one. Now that's not an eye. Michael J Crocodile Dundee from the Aussie classic Crocodile Dundee for a scene that's passed over into popular culture. Finally, I think we have a movie that may, may be the equal of Mick Dundee. So what do you reckon, boys? Oh, everything. The Matrix. Everything. Everything. Oh, everything. Blue the whole Bill. thing. Yeah. Blue Pill, Red Pill. Yeah. Bullet dodging, clothing, Mr. fashion. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Smith. Mr. Anderson, exactly. Yeah. The glitch in the Matrix. The glitch in the Matrix. There's so much. So Is much. big fat girl? Oh, no, I this as well. To do with that, but yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, <Yeah>. Bill. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, yes, thankfully, I think I might even change this uh, this category moving forward. I think that it is uh, it's yeah. overtaken, Mick. Yeah, yeah after I think many, it has. many episodes. So it yeah. will now be the Matrix moving forward. Great stuff. Uh, Felix Philip stuck in Pretty Woman, Jason Alexander for a particularly monster douchebag in the film. I mean. There wasn't really anyone off tone. Like everyone kind of stayed in their comic book lane of Mouse is a guy, bad guy. I mean, Mouse is a knob, but he's Mouse not. Is a dick. He's no Philip Stuckey. Mm. Um, no, I didn't really, oh. really take on. I mean, Cipher. Oh, it, it has to be yeah, Cipher. Got to be Cipher. Uh, the cast of Caddyshack for an actor or entire cast of actors who aren't quite sure what movie they're in and not quite sure of what tone to take up in their performance. Uh, <sighs> I mean, Mouse was just a shit character. <laughs> I think I just really dislike that. 
I didn't feel like he was yeah. a badass on the Nebuchadnezzar. Like, surely down in Zion, you could have got someone that looked a bit more like Tank and Bulldozer rather than Mouse. The, uh, the, I don't know what his particular yeah. skill I was. I think he could be right. Yeah. I think he could be right um, with Mouse. Mouse sucks. Yeah, that was... I don't think he all, sucked, but he was different. This, this, you mentioned it earlier, Whitey. Ada Nikamadugudududimadu yes, as no. the White Rabbit uh, alluring creature... Couple of actresses around at the time that could have played that role. Do you think yeah. Ada Nikamakunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukunukun
Yeah, like, good call. What did he see? He just, in, yeah. What What did he see? Just maybe if they just showed something, he go, oh, he's kind of special, maybe. But it didn't. Yeah. That's a very good point. It didn't really touch on what uh, what special gift he had or what he was questioning in the Matrix that that thought he might be a disbeliever. So yeah, really good call, though, mate. Nice. And also, Thanks. what was the stuff that he was giving? The guys at the door, like what was the was it a program? Like it's some, but what was the program? That must have been oh, why he was selected. The rabbit, no, that yeah. must have been why he I was like hacking. He was a hacker, so yeah. he was uh, he was enlightened. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I, I agree with you, Dame. I, I wouldn't have minded knowing that. I also, I'm a bit with Dan as well, though. I'm going to be the agree guy here, yeah. and uh, I'm going to say that um, could have done with a little bit more of of him being the one. Yeah. Because there's really like four minutes of it. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. it. Good stuff. Mm. All out. right. Finally, Whitey's Brad Pitt for the actor you would most want to board the beef bus with. Ooh, oh, good one. Good one. Who? I mean, Carrie Ann Moss for me in a heartbeat. Yeah. The Lady in Red, strong possibility. Keanu Reeves, good looking rooster. <laughs> um, don't anyone else? That really I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw something out there. Mm. Is Trinity the sexiest woman in any movie that we have done? Oh, Trinity. Jesus, it's a big no. call and. I mean, okay. yeah, just it's definitely it out there. I think we have a think about that, and for next week, oh. and and listeners, give us a bit of feedback on the on the socials. Hit us up on uh, Jessica Chastain and everyone. Oh, I'm uh, sexy. I think and that Jessica Sultanas Chastain versus fats. We can have that <laughs> argument that debate, as well. Yeah, that's a lifelong debate for Daniel. Yeah, yeah. But hit us yeah. up on the slide into our DMs, uh, watches, and let us know what you think. Is is Trinity the sexiest woman that we've covered? Keanu Reeves could be the best-looking man we've covered. Oh, he's no Andy Garcia. His nose is nowhere near as straight. He has no ears. He's got he's, a straight nose, he's though. second straightest nose in the business. Oh, Andy Garcia. That was but another thing I liked about Carrie Ann Mosta, her side profile. I've never seen anything like it because mine is so angular <laughs> towards the front. Yeah. And hers is just You're, you're a front-on guy, yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> like... If you're taking a photo of me, you want slightly left front on. Otherwise, it's it's fucking awful. So you get the protractor out. Make sure you're perfectly at ninety degrees, looking straight at the front. No, but I I'll tell you, I went when I was back in uh, for the second movies, the oh, second Matrix. Nam. Yeah, when I was back in Nam, I was in a the second tour. I was in a pharmacy in Kings Cross, uh, up near the fountain, and um, because I sold um products or uh, hair, hair hair stuff, condoms. Hair stuff into uh, syringes. Well, you were big with the condoms guy. and syringes. It was a saber. Yeah, saber. it was yeah, fudge stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. worked for Jaco for Joy yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. but um, and there was this girl, caravan guy, big pop top guy, big pop top. Anyway, I was talking to this girl in one of the uh, in the pharmacy who looked exactly like Carrie Ann Moss. Turns out she was Carrie Ann Moss's body double in the Matrix Two and Three. He's off. Seriously, yeah. We were having a chat and I was like, oh, my God. You And she said, well, I'm here in Australia because I'm body double for Carrie Ann Moss. Like, Working at a pharmacy? No, no. She was just in the shopping. Oh, she was in the pharmacy. Shopping. Yeah, she's buying some, I don't know, JK Caravans or something. Yeah. But, yeah, so yeah, I had a chat with Black her. Black hair dye? She was a good sort. The body double was a good sort. Yeah. So, yeah, Carrie Ann yes. Moss for me for sure. Yeah, it's a definite Carrie Ann Moss. Hey, I cool. think it's a- Great insights, though, mate. Like it. Yeah, mate. I was there on set. I was, you know, I'm like one degree of the Matrix. Okay, on that note, listen to this. Mate, there's so much going on. We'll start with you, Damo. What do you got? Well, Lawrence Fishburne in an interview, uh, said in an interview, when someone 
recognises him as usually from the Matrix, right? Not Cherry Two Thousand is what, that's what I'd recognise right. him from. But and he Not likes Pulp Fiction. No, but no, but everyone, yeah, it's from the Matrix, and he likes to say to them, "Do you think that's air you're breathing now?" And every it gets the reaction that you would imagine. Like everyone just loves it when he says I that to them. Mate, he'd be big on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just it just feeds him. And uh, the only other thing I've really got is. Uh, Neo having to accept a cookie from the Oracle before she will interact with him is a fun piece of program-related writing. The Oracle, which is a program, required Neo to enable cookies. <laughs> cool. It's a uh, computer. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Dan, what do you got? Yeah, we took, we touched on earlier about the, the role of colour in the film. So as a filmmaker... We often look at, uh, so at ways that we can we can so alert sad. the audience to the fact that they're in a particular world or, or something is happening to them. So the, the Wachowskis they actually use green to simulate whenever the the actors were in the Matrix. So that that was why we see green a lot in the film because obviously they spend a lot of time fighting and 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 hanging out in the Matrix. But they use different. Like, different colours that you probably didn't pick up on, but they used a lot of blue when they were in the real world, uh, obviously down on the Nebuchadnezzar. And then as the films went on, they used different colours for different scenarios. That, uh, that So when they are on the pingers in Zion, they used a, a hot purple. Uh, so I just, anyway, I'm just assuming that's what they did because I never fucking saw it. But, yeah, that, that yeah. was why that green yeah. is so prevalent in there. So it was obviously a, a choice by the directors, not a well, fuck-up. It, it is like the, the old uh, computers. The well, it's looking, well, it's supposed to visualise looking through a monitor. It is. Yeah, yeah, through yeah, a yeah, computer monitor. When, when you say yeah. it out loud. But at, yeah, yeah. At, the, at the time, it was different to have a green tinge across everything. So, yeah, really interesting. Yeah. The, the sound too, you know, the, is it like a fax machine sort of sound? That, weird, man. that sort of phone. You know, yeah. it's a phone, yeah. but it's kind of like a fax. It is a bit faxy, isn't fax it? sort of line. I was yeah. trying to think. But it, it actually, you get the point when you hear that noise, that it's a phone line. Yeah. I think it sounds like a fax line. Yeah, it does a bit. It does a bit. You know that we talked we talked a little bit about the opening action scene. Took six months of training and four days to shoot. Wow. For, what? For just the opening scene. With the four cops that were up yep. there and yep. her. her chasing across the roost. Holy incredible. crap. Now, I, I did some deep diving, and I'm going to have to refer to my mobile phone here. The lobby scene. Yeah, the best scene. It is It is the most iconic scene in the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Definitely the most iconic scene in the movie. Now, I, I did a bit of research, and I found a an article on Mel Magazine, and it's because I, I wanted to find oh, out. Oh, Mel. <laughs> I was waiting for you yeah. to say that. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. I was hoping someone Thank would pick you. that up. Is that your Heath Ledger? Is that it? Is that your Mel? You know oh, what you've Mel. done? You know what you've done tonight? You've done bloody um, Inspector Todd. You've done Buffalo Bill. And now you're doing your. You've, he's, an he's, 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 a, he's Michael Winslow. He's, my, he's <laughs> Michael Winslow. I keep going back Winslow. to the well. That okay. I'm no so, Bill hater. There were a lot. Of bullets fired in the lobby scene. Oh, okay. yeah. A lot. So, we'll talk about the lobby scene. They use Heckler and Koch MP5s. Heckler and Koch? Heckler and Koch. Mm. Is that, is that they, a... They then, they then use a micro Uzi, and oh, they yeah, are expending cool. They're expending Uzi, all no, the rounds of this. Hey, only what then, you see, pal. And then Neo grabs, after they've gone through the Heckler and Koch's and Trinity show, uh, shot the Uzi, they go to... Uh, a couple of handguns. A couple of Desert Eagles. And then he shoots 10 rounds each of that. All right. Uh, and then he pulls out two 61 Scorpions. Whew. 
and there's about 60 rounds in each uh, in that each of them had 30 bullets each then they just they go through the M16 they go through you know another bow ring they go through more micro Uzis right and then we haven't even got to the guards yet that are firing on them how many bullets do you reckon they fired in total in the lobby scene it's now it goes be. for a couple of minutes about 3 minutes it's got to be lobby 500 500 528 bullets <laughs> just in the lobby scene Right, in yeah. three minutes. Yeah, because there was even a knife thrown too. Now, there's a total of over 2,300 rounds total in the movie, which is shot. Wow. So there's there's nearly 25% of the bullets shot in the whole movie is in that one three-minute scene. Yeah. guns. Yeah. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. Well, they used them all because they were packing some serious heat. And that- My, I, saw, I also saw, I was looking on a Reddit thread, that and I, I I didn't save it. Oh, actually, I did save it. Let me just let me just go to the Reddit was thread the Reddit that I thread found. Busty petite. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was better than that. The gun discussion. Original question: In the Matrix, during the office lobby shootout, Neo and Trinity each appear to be carrying about two shotguns, two M16s, two Uzis, and four to six small arms, all fully loaded. Wouldn't that have been a little too heavy for all the gymnastics they performed? So then, the res- one of the responses, one of the responses, I see you forgot the Matrix is virtual instead of real, and that once you realise that, you can bend and even break the rules of reality in the Matrix. There is no spoon. There's no spoon. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. That is hilarious. They, yes. They start debating it. Yeah, it's, it was a deep debate. Well, you know, leather's not real um, flexible either. Yeah. It's probably well, a little tight, a little stiff. I reckon they split the pants. Well, according swatty. to costume designer Kim Barrett, yes, Trinity's costume was made with cheap PVC because it was much better for the budget. Well, uh, also I, th- I did read too that it she wanted her to look like sleek and whatever, so they needed that glossy look, which obviously that plastic pants yeah. is what it is. So another thing, you got a question here whether Lawrence Fishburne's a bit of a cock. Thinks he's maybe a, just a little smarter than everyone else. So. Lawrence Fishburne once stated, once he'd read the script, he didn't understand why other people found it confusing. However, he had a doubt if the movie would ever be made because it was so smart. So right. it's a bit of one of those backhanded lickouts where he's like, uh, like I get it because it's, really it's smart. so smart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fuck off, Larry. Why can't you get it? Yeah. If you were so smart, why didn't you dodge the spear in Apocalypse Now, mate? Okay. Fair call. It was a spear. Filming the helicopter scene nearly caused the movie to be shot down. Oh, really? Because they flew the heli- helicopter through restricted airspace in Sydney. That might have been in that building that I was uh, at, where I saw read the sign in their lift. Again, the rescue of Morpheus took over six months to prepare and plan. Wow. Well, I I got to say, I got to say one more thing. I was at a wedding, my cousin's wedding, in about two thousand and three. Sat at the table with the guy who turned into an agent in that scene. He was one of the guards. And his face, and he changed. Into, yeah, yes, that one, yeah. that that exact scene. He was the he was the guy that changed into one of the agents. Okay, and yeah, he, I sat next to him at the wedding, and he was telling me about it. he was on the Matrix. Three, bloody. You one, are one you're one degree. You are yeah. you 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 should be in the credits. You should have been in the credits. So you know you know that a actor's best friend to dodge the paparazzi is sunglasses, right? Right. Sunglasses and a hat. 
Carrie Ann Moss said that after the film's release, she couldn't go outside wearing sunglasses. <laughs> she was instantly recognised. And and that was also with um was is it Kim Barrett who did the costume design? Yes. She wanted everyone to be completely recognisable by their silhouettes. So there, so her clothing and sunglasses and everything needed to be recognised by their silhouettes. So yeah, like yeah. you you can look at a silhouette of Lawrence Fishburne or even Cipher for sure or Carrie Ann. Uh, Moss or Neo, and you know exactly who they are. Yep, yep. So, yeah, you're stuffed now if you want to wear sunglasses because everyone knows who you are. So the windows in which Trinity crushes the helicopter into. Yeah, they, they, they bent, they wobbled. Yeah, they did wobble. They're the Columbia Pictures screening room in Sydney. Oh. Yeah. Anyone got anything else? No. No, that's about enough. Okay, quotables. Lots of quotes in this one, but more lots of passages. What do you got, Damo? I can taste your stink. Oh, oh what about when he, yeah. when he, <laughs> yeah. there's so much sweat. He'd be a sweater too, Larry. Yeah. That yeah. big head be generating a lot of heat. I know. I, I really did like that line. That's so bad, isn't it? But, uh, and the Oracle to Neo, I can see why she likes it's you. Best. Ooh, not, not too, too bright, bright though. though. <laughs> She died actually. She she yeah. died after the making of this movie. Yeah, wasn't in the second or the third one. And my last one is, uh, you know, when it comes out, why do my eyes hurt? And Lawrence was like, that's "You've good. never used them before." It's really good. Yeah, there's a lot of them. It's like, wow, that's yeah, yeah, in, yeah really. Good. There's a lot of good ones. Dan, you got anything? Oh, there's fucking heaps, but it's more the ones that have passed over into popular culture. So I, I like the the Oracle. I thought that was that was all of her scenes were were pretty good. So. When she says, what's really going to beak your noodle later on is, yes. would you still have broken it if I hadn't said like, anything? Yeah. So, it's, there's, you know, there, there's obviously a lot of uh, quasi-philosophizing um, quasi going on with the old oracle, but it was, it was great the way that she was pictured as just baking in, a, in an old suburban kitchen. I thought that was very clever. Yep. So, yep. enjoy. On the George diaries. Yeah. yeah. On Didn't the, mind on us, the mate. Yeah. Making yeah. cookies. I love, what are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets? No, Neo. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And we did the spoon one. We did. You did that one. Yeah, there is no You know, <laughs> I know this steak doesn't exist. I know that when I put it in my mouth, the Matrix is telling my brain that it's juicy and delicious. After nine years, you know what I realize? Ignorance, Ignorance. is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan actually sent me that quote. We were both watching it at the same time. Right. He was about 10 minutes behind me yeah. on Saturday oh, night. It was awesome. Yep. Yeah. It was very good. There was a moment where I thought that they were maybe ripping off the Holy Trilogy when uh, Morpheus says, the Matrix is everywhere. It's all around us. Oh, Even now in this forcing. very room. I was like, yeah. Yeah, come on, guys. We fucking come on, Obi-Wan. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. What? The White Jeskies have ripped off, what have we got now? Star Wars? Greece? Six million dollar man. You know what else they ripped off? Speed. Keanu Reeves in the lift. Yes. And he did the exact same thing. Basically, yeah. went up the top. It was his, it was like he was a lift specialist by then. Big time. Keanu. Big time. Yeah. Okay, a film school. Fifthwits. Whitey's mentioned it a few times in here, the lobby scene in this film, and that was definitely one on the revisit where I was like, how the fuck did they shoot this? Like all the bullet time stuff, the fighting in the air with Agent Smith, I was just like, 
wow, that is an incredible film. So it got me thinking about other movies where you're actually taken out of the film viewing experience for a moment. You think, whoa, 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 whoa. How did they manage to actually shoot this sequence or this part of the film or this scene? And uh, I wanted to riff on a few that have blown my mind previously. So, And I'll get you guys to jump in at the end if there's any that I've missed that are particularly perplexing to you blokes. But first up was uh, Saving Private Ryan and just the opening scene on Omaha Oh, Beach. that was unbelievable. Is it, so obviously we've seen that. That's a demo three or four, like heaps. Uh, why do you, it's why a do three, you be, yeah. Yeah, why do you be 30, 40 plus on that one, I'm guessing. But... Every now, I, I I don't like watching it a lot because it's a fucking very sad flick at the end of the day. And it um I I read a lot about at the time people that had actually partaken in the war seeing that and just just saying it is it's probably the closest they've seen on film to what it was actually like. But the scale that they are able to show in that opening sequence is just absolutely mind blowing and harrowing. So I just remember seeing it and thinking, "Fucking!" And I was only young and starting out in the industry at this time. So I saw I would, it with me, Dan. Saw it that's with me. Right. Yep. Saw it. Saw it with you. So we were both starting our paths in the, in the industry. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I just can still to this day remember thinking that that was just uh, just incredible what they were able to to do with uh, with cameras and a bit of editing so I think yeah, I think the thing that got me was the speed of the bullets like yeah it does no, you know in an old movies you, you get up and you could run from the trenches you hear a bang and whatever and then this was just instant dunk, straight yeah. there dunk, 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 you're trying dunk, to get out of you people your, just your boat and you just yeah. cut down like it was just yeah it's the it, speed you, of it I was just like man that 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 cha- that was really different to the way gunfights normally are I totally agree. It Absolutely was just much brutal. more visceral, much more, yeah, like just, it, it was just blind luck whether you got off that fucking beach. Yeah. It had nothing to do with yeah. skills. So, yeah, harrowing, incredible, and, uh, yeah, definitely a, uh, a a scene that I thought, how the fuck did you do that? Another one for me was completely different film, but uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So the amazing kung fu flick, but the night fight sequence where – they run on fucking roofs and fight in the middle of midair and seem to defy gravity. Like I still look at that, and it's not a, not a, uh, not a. No, I don't, I don't revisit that all that often. But that scene often pops up when I'm looking into a particular scene or how I might style a particular fight sequence in one of my films. That's just got to be the pinnacle of what the fuck kung fu we, fu we, kung fu we. Um, yeah. What do you guys think of that? Did you, I mean, first of all, did you enjoy the film? Oh, it's a great movie. Mm. I haven't seen a lot. I've probably seen it two or three times, but yeah, God, and the like. I've got bamboo at my house, and I can't imagine doing anything like what they do in that bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, if you, if, uh, fuck wits if or oh, f wits if you don't know the uh, the scene we're talking about. It's it's the first night fight where the, uh, oh. the protagonist uh, comes across. He's, uh, it's not really a foe, they're both protagonists, but the, uh, the just the, the, the inventiveness of that particular... So it's, in Western cinema, it's just something that we didn't see a lot of. Definitely a, a scene that, that stood out for me as, uh, as just taking me out of the viewing experience just to think, hang on, pause, how is this happening? What's going on here? Because there's no CGI. This is all just uh, tricks of uh, that were used by the uh, by the incredible director and and his production staff. So what uh, what a great flick! Yeah, great flick. Uh, look, a, another one for me was a, a flick demo. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you haven't seen this, Whitey. I reckon you've probably seen it. 
Children of Men. So Clive Owen. Oh, yes, excellent one of movie. You're right. Absolute favourites. So, yeah, I, I didn't think you would have seen this one, Damo. If we uh, Strangles, you would have seen it if you haven't go out and watch it this week. Uh, incredible, incredible film. But a particular scene in that, and Whitey, I don't know if you remember, but the car sequence when they're out in the country and oh, the – uh, the driver gets shot. I, I would look as soon as we finish this, go and check it out on YouTube. But the camera seems to hover in midair, taking in this sequence, and it is just absolutely mind blowing how they were able to, uh, to 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 shoot it. And basically, there's a marauding tribe of people that have been hiding in the woods that come and attack the car, and you can see from the point of view of the people in the car, but then your camera's actually capturing what's happening in the car at the same time, and it's all done in a one or one shot, which we, you know we get a hard on about at Born to Watch. So yeah, just just another scene mm. like bullet time like the lobby in in the matrix where i was just taken aback and thought well okay that just the, the the actual style and design of this particular scene is enough for me to come back and revisit not so much the story and uh, and how it's powering along so i mean is there any you guys love all that mcu shit which is all cgi now but is, mm. do you remember any films prior to that where you thought well how the fuck i mean in, in saying that one of the 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 what were the in, infinity wars the last couple of that yeah Infinity War and Endgame. I actually remember thinking, how did they get all of the actors on the one set to film that one where they all come out of nowhere? And I think you shared it. Yeah, Endgame, the final. you're not that manly and you cry at MCU movies. But, yeah, the end game where all of the actors are there and able to be filmed, I, I remember thinking at that, wow, that's that's incredible. The, the directors were, were – the Duffer brothers, I think it was, that did that, that were able to uh, to get them to uh, – to, to, not the Duffer brothers. What's the um, – not the Russo, the Russo brothers. brothers. Russo brothers. Duffer Russo brothers, brothers yeah. is Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, any, any other films that spring to mind for you guys where you thought – I mean, Tom Cruise and all his stunts often – would take you out of those uh, one of those stupid movies you guys like the Mission Impossible ones. There's often where he will, <laughs> his stunts will overshadow the film itself. But sorry, I'm putting words in your mouth. Any any films that spring to mind? Well, I'd say the, the, the one action movie schooled every everyone in the last ten years was Fury Road because everything was explosions. Really good call. It was really real. Like yeah, it, it it actually schooled everyone. I think it showed how you should make an action movie. Great call, Damo. Really limited use of CGI. There was all of the, was the car chases any. were yeah. obviously done, and yeah, the, the the production design and the the the, the vehicle construction. And I just think about those guys on the on the javelin the poles. poles. Oh yeah. my god! Like that was just just the, the the inventiveness, the creativity that went into that. Yeah, I reckon that's a brilliant call. Um, Why do you anything for you? Yeah, I, I look. I I'm going to use the MCU as a bit of a benchmark because they made everything sort of that first three or four phases of it everything just seemed real like yeah there was there was obviously you knew there was a, there was heaps of cgi but it still felt real like it that like we did iron man a few weeks ago yeah, and absolutely. It, it, it just seemed it did like the yeah. suit everything seemed practical yeah. like, no matter what they did there was a this practical element to it that i thought was really yeah. really great that they haven't been able to do no, since. No, they've, they've since Endgame. Over the top. Since Endgame. And you, you're, that scene in Endgame where Captain America says he's got Mjolnir and he says Avengers <laughs> Assemble, that scene, when he says, you know, uh, you know, Cap on your left, when he flies through, Falcon flies through, like that whole scene is fucking incredible. The music. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, it's a crescendo for that whole thing. Amazing. Yeah. Like, seriously, how. 
how they managed to, and I'm going to use it, how they managed to fit so many characters into yeah, one storyline and have it. Everyone gets their own little. Everyone gets their own little bit of yeah, the spotlight, right? Yeah. I just, it's just that whole that's uh, that scene, that final battle, end game battle is mm. fucking incredible. Yeah. All right, just calm down. And there's no, some others like I could. This discussion wasn't to be designed to jizzle over your comic book. No, no, no. List, but, but then, but then I can I can go all the way back to Jaws, and go. How are they able to do that? Like the shit fight that they had. How are they able to to do any scenes with the shark and have that? I think the finished it's, product just is uh, is incredible for Jaws. Now that we know of all the shit that was yeah. going on behind the scenes, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, look, there's heaps of them. Like you mentioned, children, remember? I think there's also a scene earlier in the movie, which is another one take where he's the the war the the battle scene in the town where he's trying to move through the town and oh he's, yeah, he's the, yeah the bomb below. goes off and yeah yeah the yeah, bomb yeah, goes yeah. off and mate yeah. it's this that that movie like Alfonso Cuarón that, that is an absolute masterpiece yeah. check it out Man. if you haven't seen it go and yeah. check it out anyway that's film school for F Wits this week well done uh, but the Matrix definitely definitely is one to marvel at for how they were able to design these scenes that still drive a lot of the inventiveness in in sci-fi cinema today. Yeah, well done. It is Stan Bush, kick-ass, credit song. Mm, interesting. Now, one. I am on the stage tonight with The Matrix. Yes. I've got something fairly special here for us, I think. Uh, it's I, I tried to take the piss a bit, but it's a bit too serious. I, I thought, well, you know, it, doesn't take its, it takes itself a little seriously, this movie, so I thought maybe I need to put pen to paper and, and write a, a true rock song. For this one, it probably deserves it. Probably deserves, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so anyway, it's here it is. It's just, I've just named it The Matrix. Well, yeah, like the but the movie was it, it had Rod, Rob Zombie, and um, you know, it, it was a pretty sort of Rage Against the Machine, it's yeah, kind of rocky, sort yeah. of had Marilyn Manson and the Prodigy for sure, pretty sort of heavy. It was heavy, yeah. So, anyway, here's my kick ass credit song, an ode to The Matrix, just called The Matrix. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, here we go. In a world of lines and codes where reality deceives, the truth concealed in shadows where minds can't believe. Neo's a chosen warrior. He's going to break the chains. Unplug from this illusion. Let the let freedom flow like rains. Digital illusions, binary confusions. Awaken from the slumber. Find your own solution. Morpheus guides the journey down the rabbit hole. Red pill or blue pill, the truth shall soon unfold. Welcome to the matrix where reality's a lie. We're breaking down the system, reaching for the sky. Dodging bullets, bending rules in the cybernetic dance. Together we'll rise, shatter the trance. The Yariko whispers guide us through the choices we must make. Facing fears and challenges for humanity's own sake. The matrix may be vast, but the mind is too fast. With every step we take, we're breaking free at last. Welcome to the matrix, reality's a lie. We're breaking down the system, reaching for the sky. Dodging bullets, bending rules for the cybernetic dance. Together we'll rise and shatter the trance. That is fantastic. The cybernetic Dance. Okay. Shatter the trance. Could you now here rhymed, we go. Could you have just rhymed "shat your pants" at the end, just for me, please? Yeah, that would have been yeah. That, that was uh, that was that was American Pie. You know, the lengthwise. Oh, it, it was, time it was a rhapsody. It was uh, it was a long. I can <laughs> still remember how the Matrix used to make me. Right. <laughs> Actually, it really did describe the movie well. Yeah, you, you covered everything. I did. I don't. I did. Uh, 
I don't think anything got missed out. It didn't. It did. Well, you know, I could have talked about, uh, you know, Trinity's woofy Ted in the PVC pants, but we left that out. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) You've been all right, though. Were you listening to me, Neil? Or were you looking at the woman in the red dress? Star of the show, Damo. Well, even though I called them one-hit wonders, they made their one hit, and they are the Wychowski sisters now. Yes. We're brothers. Siblings. Siblings. Yeah. They, uh, they are the star of the show for me, for yeah. writing this and directing this. It was, it was it's, hard, it's hard to go past that. But then they've just t- turned to utter shit since then. Yeah, I can't, can't agree more. Gal would be agreeing. I can hear Gal. Yes, Damo, I agree with you. Uh, Dan, what are you saying, star of the show? Well, you've ruined my bit because I was going to agree like Gal, but I, I have to wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. I think looking back at this, the Wachowskis are the outright stars of this whole event. They brought something completely new to the screen that had us, like you said, Damo, the, it didn't require any marketing dollars to be spent because we were all just saying, have you seen that fucking film? Go and see it. Uh, a bit like Barbenheimer. Open, open Barbie at the moment. <laughs> yep. But, um, yeah, I, I think the Wachowski sisters definitely uh, take it out for me. Yeah, it's three from three. It is a full house for the star of the show here. The Wachowski siblings win, hands down. Yep. The Matrix changed the world. It, it changed the way movies were made. And we, we tend to say that a lot on this, on this show, but this really did. 1999, this could be the best movie of 1999. Easy. And, yeah, things just changed. But even even now, the fashion is still referenced in anything. Yeah. It's referenced heavily, the fashion especially. But pop culture just owes a debt of gratitude to yeah. the Matrix. There's no doubt. <coughs> okay, let's move into the rank bank. Got a few things here for you, and I'd love to hear uh, what you guys have to say. So... Oracles, bent spoons, red pills, trench coats, white rabbits, human batteries, kisses of life. I'm sort of a trench coat or a red pill. I don't know. Dan, feedback? Did When Neo came out of the pool, did he have a dick? (laughs) Yeah, well, well, that would have been an additional scene. A side dick I shot, know, yes, no, of I course. I think he had one of those Ken mounds, like from the Ken doll. It seemed like, yeah. Well, he, he uses have... the mound in the next movie with Trinity. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, that debunks that. But, yeah, I remember looking closely to see if he had a, because he didn't have side yeah, dick. You're looking for side dick, yeah. That's yeah. obviously what we all look for. Yeah, well, it's sorry, going to have to be a category shortly. <laughs> Doesn't have a lot to do with the category. But, um, yeah, I think uh, it'd have to be Blue Pill, I think, the uh, from the iconic part of the movie. Well, red pill. Red pill. Yes. Red red pill. pill. We don't yeah. want to take the blue pill and go. I know you're a blue pill kind of guy, Dan, yeah, I'm, I'm because it's like what deluded. you took. <laughs> Dan takes the blue pills on a Saturday night, which is why Sam likes the, you know, the old uh, the old flavour saver. Yes. Right. So there's there's more to this red pill, blue pill, <laughs> and uh, and that's why he's he's still good to go on a Sunday morning. Anyway, okay, so. How many red pills are you giving the Matrix, Daniel? 
Oh, it's a four out of five for me. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. Still a lot of psychobabble going there. I don't know that I buy into the Wachowski's wider vision, <laughs> but as an enjoyable film experience, loved it. Really enjoyed it. It's an out of 10, four out of five for me every day of the week. Well done, sisters. Well done. And Damo. Yeah, I'm going to give it 4.25. I I love this movie. It's definitely in my top 20, I'd say. Top, excellent movie. Really? Top 20? Yeah, it would be. Okay, okay. Well, Damo, I'm with you again. This gets 4.25. Oh, this is a big score. This is going to be a good good score for The Matrix. It deserves a good score. Let's have a look and see where this one's going to rate. So, The Matrix... Right. Look how quick that was, right? None of this bullshit with gow. There's filters and... Oh, columns. the screen's not far enough because I've got trifocals on. So this is 4.17 red pills. It is even with The Dark Knight, The which, Guard... Which Morg's destroyed. Yep. Yeah. The Guard and Mad Max. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it yeah, is okay. just the guards up there that must piss so much people off. It's awesome. <laughs> so it is just ahead of Gone Girl and The Wolf of Wall Street on four point zero eight. Interesting. Lemons and world class vaginas, mm. and just below Die Hard, Full Metal Jacket, Ghostbusters, Animal Kingdom, The Usual Suspects, and Goodwill Hunting. On four point two five, it's better than yeah. all of them. It could, uh, and it is in position twenty three. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's doing all right. Or equal twenty two. It's in equal twenty second. It's in what? It's sixteen in the top two fifty on IMDb, and it is twenty second, equal twenty second in the Born to Watch Rank Bank. Nice. Which one? Which one is probably more valid? I'm going IMDb. Rank Bank. Okay. Hey, you don't you don't work for IMDb, pal. Uh, well, maybe I'm in talks with them. Well, I doubt it. I've seen you work up close. Okay, if you loved The Matrix, what are you going to love, Damo? Uh, Dark City. Ooh. Rufus Sewell. Wow. Tuning. It's exactly the same movie. Yeah. They they changed Main it. Australia as well. Yeah. It, it, it and, and Melissa George gets nude, and she looks amazing in it. Yeah. Uh, it is an awesome movie, but it is very uh, Matrixy. Dark titties. Yeah, top yeah. show. I love Dark City. Okay. Probably seen it three times. <laughs> Dan, what do you what do you got? Oh, look, I'm going to take it back and go with Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, I know this is a, a wow. favourite as well. I don't know why. Six cents. I just it was just something that was a little bit different. I think at the time, so it obviously came out in 1977. So we were very young. Damo was what early 40s when it came yeah. out, and it was just something that I can revisit now and and get a bit more out of each time I I see it. So whilst they were made some 20 22 years apart, I uh, really enjoy both flicks for different reasons. So yeah, go and one, one to revisit for your kids. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss, obviously Steven Spielberg, bringing that out, but Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Excellent movie. Great movie. Great movie. Okay, I'm going with 2020's Tenet. Oh, right. Christopher Nolan, the movie that came out, listen, the movie that came out probably just at the back end of COVID. And that's one. First big release. Uh, It could be the most confusing movie of all time. Yeah, definitely, I'd say. Uh, But don't let that stop you. It's a. I've written this down so they get it right. Time twisting science fiction, where a group of people try to keep the Earth's timeline flowing. 
Yeah. And it all hinges on one CIA operative. I found it very difficult to watch the first time. I had I've no idea what's going on. You need to revisit it. it. Yeah, I think okay. I think it's a multiple watcher. It's because I think Christopher Nolan's movies are so layered, and this is super confusing. Bloody oath. Super confusing. It but is. very good. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Well, there we go. Another episode down. We now think about what is in our future. I've 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 got something that oh, you've forgotten. One degree of Kurt exactly. Russell hit me. I don't know. There's nothing. Well, I did find something though. Okay, this so be good. remember quickly, the quickly down under. Remember the blind man who was sitting on the chair opposite the elevator at the Oracle's building. Yes, blind guy sitting there. Morpheus gave him a bit of a nod. He gave a nod back. His name in the Matrix is Blind Man. <laughs> that guy <laughs> also played Hunkara in Quickly Down Under. <laughs> he was an extra. He's a good old Aussie extra. Good old Aussie extra. Is he blind in Quigley? No, no, he wasn't. Tunkara, I don't know. I still haven't seen Quigley. <laughs> you don't. You don't get any residuals for a nod, though. He got scammed. The uh, the directors talked him out of. You know what I'm glad. You know what I'm glad. We, you know what I'm glad we did. I'm glad we wrecked the flow of the show to go to that and learn about well, Tunkara, the blind was, man. Yeah, like that's in-depth research. That's one degree. It is. And that's what you bring. You're almost at yeah. gal level. Yeah, yeah, like Rain Man. Yeah, so we look forward. Stats. Yeah. We look forward to next week. Special movie happening. Dan's got the week off. Oh, I'm rooted. Thank God. But we've got something here for Damo. Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. I don't. What's the club they're at? The uh, the uh, like oh, it's a very exclusive me. club. One of the great country club. One of the great soundtracks in movie history. Oh yeah, one of the great soundtracks. Patrick Swayze sings. Yeah, if, that in a if you didn't have it, you were lying. Yeah. You're lying because you're a bit embarrassed. But I have not seen this movie very much. No, me neither. It's going to be an interesting rewatch for me. Yep. It's way out of our comfort zone. Mm. This movie for born to watch. It's a gow request. Gow requested yes. that, yeah, this is one of, this is in Gow's top 20. Didn't make his top 10. Really? But it sat just on the cusp. I think it's like 12 or 13 oh when he when he showed me his extended list. It was 12 or 13. Gow's a big Dirty Dancing fan. Yeah, he he's, he was always a big Jennifer Grey fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he did like Patrick Swayze's uh, ass. Yeah, you get to see his ass. Yeah, yeah. It's a good ass. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's fantastic. So next week it is uh it is Dirty Dancing. We're going to bring our A game. We might have some something special that we're gonna we're gonna market the podcast with. So check out the socials. Yeah, there might be something really I, worth watching. Well, I, I, I I have learnt the um the dance. What just the walk down the aisle? The just walk down the aisle. The one two. I know the thing. Yeah, yeah. I know the thing is about uh, four eight counts. Okay, and I've got that down pat. Yeah, so right. Maybe. Okay, nice. <laughs> okay, and until next week, it is bye for now. Let's hit the showers. Well, maybe. Yeah, Dan, thank you very much. Thank you, Gal. Looking out, Ron Quantin. You disgust me. See you later, <laughs> F-Wits. Now I have the time of my life. Oh, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear it's the truth. And I owe it all to you. Because I have... Had the time of my life And I owe it all to you Hey baby! Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch 
To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.